Hey there, friends. It's Nick. Quick podcast today. I just wanted to talk about yesterday. I was one of the people, and you may have heard about this if you're in the UK. I was one of the people who received this email, so telling me I'd I'd got through the ballot and I'd won the opportunity to to buy two tickets for the the coronation concert, which is happening in a couple of weeks' time. And this is this is something that I just I applied for on a whim. It's a bit like trying to apply for tickets for the Olympics. You know it's going to be massively oversubscribed. They do a kind of a lottery. So you apply just thinking maybe, maybe I'll be lucky enough to get some. And I applied, I guess, back in February. I can't remember exactly when, but I applied because Wendy loves live music. And the concert is at Windsor Castle, which is not too far from where we, we live. And I just thought if, if I happen to get through... It'll be a really lovely surprise for her. And yesterday, lo and behold, I got this email saying, congratulations, you have been successful in the ballot for a pair of standing tickets to the Coronation Concert. Fantastic. And then it said, tickets in this supplementary round are being offered to a randomly selected group of ballot winners on a first-come, first-served basis, so you will need to act quickly. You will have until 12... 12 p.m. midday on the 27th of April. In other words, two days. If you don't buy within two days, you lose the opportunity. Okay, fair enough. And <laughs> Wendy was out at the time, so we didn't get to talk about it. And then about two hours later, I got a second email. This is from Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster are, I don't know how big they are. They're responsible for the majority of tickets sold in the world, I think. They're, they're absolutely huge. And a couple of hours later, I got an email saying, Coronation concert now sold out. You recently received an email regarding your ballot application, uh, but this is now sold out. All the tickets have now been snapped up. And like a lot of people, <laughs> if you read if you read online, if you look at the news stories, a lot of people got had this same process. They thought they had two days, and they actually had well less than two hours, a lot less than two hours probably before they, those things sold out. And it just reminded me, you know, we're all, we're all trying our best. We're all building something. But it reminded me of the brilliant advice from Charlie Munger. I mentioned Munger a couple of days ago. He's the business partner of Warren Buffett. Buffett is the most successful investor in the world. They've invested in companies like Coke, in companies like Apple. And I said then, I think, they don't, they don't place a lot of bets. What they do mostly is sit around reading. And when they bet they bet big but they can do that because they've done their research and one of the the fantastic things that's come out of of charlie munger who's you know done speeches he, he's into behavioral economics he's just one of those business brains he just speaks a lot of common sense one of the ideas that i i got from him a long time ago which i've really held on to is this idea of <laughs> Of, of not making mistakes. He and Buffett, they don't invest much, but what they, they focus on is not making dumb mistakes. Because when we're working hard to build something, the easiest way to screw it up is, is all, often not lack of ambition. You know, I built an agency, a digital agency over, you know, almost 20 years, successful digital agency, and most of what I was doing was just not making the dumb mistake, right? <laughs> it's, it sounds simple and it can be hard to do, but not making mistakes is a massive advantage 
in a world where often people are just just they're throwing things away and this is what Buffett talks about really you know what when he's talked about growing wealth over the past many decades he's talked about this same idea you know the the value of not getting things wrong of avoiding the sinking feeling which I think is what would have happened yesterday to whoever was responsible for sending out that first email because the bottom line is whoever sent it out whoever was responsible didn't read what they sent out because if they had with that customer focus they would have realized that actually they were setting themselves up for a a massive amount of reputational damage which is what happened to Ticketmaster yesterday and I just think it's it's a really good it's a good lesson it's a good reminder because if you're like me you don't learn lessons on the first time or the second time or the fifth or sixth time you have to they, you have to keep kicking them away kicking them in into your head and this is a brilliant example of of someone who's they've scored an own goal which is really what Munger's talking about if we're thinking about soccer you know we don't want to score our own goals we want to make sure that when we do something we're not making an obvious easy mistake which is what happened on Ticketmaster yesterday and sometimes often as I say if we're building a business if we, if we want our story to mean business the, the best way to do that is to to not make stupid errors, to do the right thing, to, you know, to deliver what you say you're going to deliver, to be clear and upfront. And I don't think this, this to me, this doesn't read like any kind of malice. It's not shenanigans. It's just someone who didn't read their own email. And maybe that person is looking for a new job. Who knows? Anyway, that's what I've been thinking about today. Thanks for listening. Remember that your story means business. And if you want to dig deeper into what I do, search online for stories mean business. Bye now.